His other nicknames we really can't say on the channel. No, let's not. That's over with now. <laughs> uh, we gotta have some like something to do with the Yamaha or something. Yama dog. Yama dog. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, uh, we're in the garage. We're gonna do a video version of the podcast and see how it goes. Unfortunately, Wyatt couldn't make it this time, but um, it's just the way it is right now. So, uh, if you guys don't know, you're not watching the main channel for whatever reason, but this is even on the main channel. This is Brock, the scrub. He's the, the youngest brother. We're all brothers. And uh, Cole is the middle brother. And we're all about a year and a half apart from each other. Mm, roughly. Roughly. So, uh, yeah, we've all been riding with each other for our entire life. And uh, finally mm. can make it on this podcast. It all started right here at the three. From yeah. Barbie Cheeks to side sides. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And a skishy, I think it was sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that sucker. <laughs> well, it had a, what was it, Power Wheels skitch steer. Yep. With oh, the actual sure. loader that went up and down, yep. you could dump it. And after yep. that we graduated to pedal tractors. We yeah. started start off with pedal tractors. Yeah, I guess we did start off with pedal tractors. We started off pedal tractors, then the Power Wheels, and then, well, I was five when I got the snowmobile, but you guys, you were with, you would have been like three, yeah. three-ish, four maybe, when we got the kitty cats. We did more kitty or snowmobiling for a little bit before we. Yeah, got we were we were snowmobile riders before we were quad riders. Uh, heavily. Our, the heavily. parents, the the family was really heavily into snowmobiling back in the '90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. There was actually snow. Yeah, yeah when we actually snow. got snow. So, anyways, um, why don't you tell us something about yourself? What do you do for a living? And I don't know. Whatever. What do you ride? What's your and then we're going to get into some stories, what your favorite stories are and stuff like that. Hmm. Well, I'm a scrub, as you all know. And I am a heavy or a diesel technician. Technician, not mechanic. No, technician. There's a, there's a difference. Entry level is a mechanic. <laughs> and then you get into the real stuff, electrical. Actually, the whole package is technician. So and then there's a pay difference. Big pay difference. Yeah, there, there really is. I mean, there is. Plus, I went to school for it. And that definitely opened my eyes up to the industry of how much stuff is actually even out there. and it, It's crazy. And out of all the whole industry, ag is still the leader in literally everything as far as tech and new innovations. I mean, it. If there's something out there, it was an attractor first. And mm-hmm. it's not like your old papa out there in his farm all day just putting along. Like, that's no, that's not how the industry is now. I mean, 
mean, you can't really do anything on a tractor these days without a laptop. A laptop and a 600 horse quad track going across the field at 12 mile an hour pulling a 11 shank. Yep. yep. It's crazy how much you have to be a big farmer to make it in the as a business nowadays. You got to be huge, and that that comes with big equipment. And and that's not just dairy. That's crop that's, and that's everything. 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 Today's industry is quantity over quality. Seems yep. like. I mean, if yep. you got quantity, you can slack on the quality and make it. Yeah. It's just kind of backwards. It's kind of how factories go. I mean, yeah. that's how they can produce a lot of stuff for cheap because they're producing so much of it. Yeah. People's attitude is. If I get so much out of it, I'm happy enough instead of, you know, getting one quality part for even double the price and getting triple the life. So it's kind of an attitude thing of, I guess, our generation. But well, we're not our generation. Our attitude is completely different compared to most people. We're the, I want, so I'm going to figure out how to get there and do it. Most people is, I don't know how to get there, so eh, guess whatever, I'll just... Move on. Won't be pampered. Yeah, we weren't pampered. We were grew up learning how to work hard and play hard. And to work off of that, I'm I'm sure the most viewers know because I've explained it a little bit. But we grew up on a dairy farm. Our dad, our grandpa started the dairy farm back in the '70s, and then our dad and our aunt took it over growing up. And and uh, that was I worked. We worked out our entire lives until well, we hit college, and just they. They like working on the equipment, and I went to school for it. And at, the industry changed a little bit. The it was, changed, and I just I decided I didn't want to do it anymore. So that's why I'm on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, well, yeah, we were on the farm, but we also love to ride, and mm -hmm. that's where my passion comes in with all this. Yeah. But, anyways, back to what you were saying. Yeah, yeah we can shorten this up a little bit. Pretty much. That's me, me and Brock both graduated with a associate's degree in heavy equipment technology. So basically what that means is we're heavy equipment technicians in a broad scope of everything between truck, tractor truck and trailers down to agriculture, right down to your lawnmower that mows your lawn. It doesn't matter. Construction. Construction is pretty good. Construction. We're, we're the broad range of everything. So Even a little bit of automotive. Yeah. Yep. Believe it or not. Yeah. Believe it or not, yeah. There's a lot of automotive work. But they steal a lot of stuff from ag, so. There you go. <clears throat> yeah, we all, growing up, even before that, I mean, we would go riding our stuff, break it, and. Fix it. We'd fix it because. We tried. Well, we, <laughs> well tried. Yeah, we tried, yeah. We learned a lot. <laughs> we didn't have anybody around here to work on his stuff. There was one guy, but he wasn't always available to do it or physically be able to do it. He was just grumpy. And he was just grumpy. <laughs> And dad was too cheap to take it to the shop. Yeah, so. we, well, we didn't have a lot. And half the time, yeah, we didn't have, our stuff didn't break down no. all that much until we got into the sport quads. Until we rode hard. Until we rode hard. And then at that point, dad's like, you guys figure it out pretty much. He would work on it and help us, but. He's at, like, I don't know. At, at this point, he didn't know, you know, a lot of the stuff in the sport quads, so. Dad learned all of his mechanics between his dad and his own. I mean. Personal experience in farming, and that's just and that's just kind of the basics. Trial and error. Trial and error. I mean, we we have two other generations in front of us that taught us how to do it. So to technically, do it. we most likely would be a step ahead, besides Grandpa and Vet and crap. Yeah. But the fixing stuff. I mean, 
Give me a barrel or twine and a hammer. I'll, I'll right. drag your tractor back out of your field for you. A lot of it is <clears throat> you're in a time crunch. You got to figure out how to fix it. Yeah. You don't. I mean, back nowadays there's a guy to call, but yeah. back then there was never always a guy to call. So we, you know, we learned a lot how to do stuff on our own, mm-hmm. figure things out. And nowadays, well, even getting into like tractors, you know, like John Deere, they don't want you working on. The farmer, they don't want the farmer, they they don't don't want the farmer to, to work on, on stuff. They want you. They want a technician, John, your technician, to go work on it or something. Yeah, they got in trouble for that. Yeah, yeah, and they still are. They're, the government, well, people are trying to fight the John Deere and the, with the government and stuff, trying to figure out, you know, give farmers the opportunity to fix it themselves. They went through. Cause we had to give up our stuff. You did. Oh, yeah. We got talking about tech. Yeah, we yeah. sell our tag to plug into the computer, the program, you know, which is not a good thing because you can mess up a lot of stuff. Well, you can mess up a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, I definitely get that, but that for sure. But it takes away from dealer support. Now they just want free, people want free information, which, I mean, you're supposed to give it, but. So that's how we learn to fix our crap. Anyways, yeah. Trial and error. <laughs> Trial and error. And that's why, uh, you, well, you guys, there's more stuff behind the camera that's broken down right now, but. We're not afraid to dig into it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever paid anybody to work on my stuff except for one, my car, just because I physically couldn't unlock the computer. That was it. I mean, it comes back, on, comes back to computer programming yeah. and stuff. Yeah, just tune it out. Yeah. That and don't run foam filters. Paper on there. <laughs> I've, already, I've already, I don't know if you guys listen to Cole, I know Cole does, but I've already bitched out the audience. I hate foam filters. Never run foam filters in your stuff. They're horrible. I mean, my tra- my YXZ literally has a tractor air filter on it. A tractor box air filter by Donaldson. A paper Donaldson. filter. Paper filter. I mean, it's like on skid steers, so it takes the heavy dust. If it works for a tractor, it's going to work for your side-by-side. They track- suck in way more dirt than any side-by-side will ever see. Yeah. It's crazy. you got to blow them out either twice a day or once a day. Yeah. Because there's so much dirt in them. Once again, agriculture is throwing tech in the... <laughs> but yeah, paper over phone, 110%. Don't so, try it. So why don't you explain what are, what, what are you writing right now? And, uh, and what, what's your type, favorite type of writing? Or, and then we're going to get into some stories later. But Strictly off-road? Anything. It don't okay. matter. It could be anything. I'm the scrub. I drive a 2018 Polaris Razor 1000 XP. It's currently painted all white, besides the right side that I rolled. <laughs> and I'll probably put a video here right I, now yeah. of him rolling it. <laughs> rolled it after having a fresh paint job for like two weeks and. On the right side, it's all cracked up and flaking off because I rolled really hard. You gave it a good flop. So that'll be getting painted this winter, silver, because I don't like white at all. Silver is horrible. I really like your white. Get out of here. You guys don't know quality. Even Dustin liked your white. I really like the look of your razor. It looks good. Honestly, I think your razor would even look even better if your roll case was white. I mean... I have a plan, but I'm going to restore my truck here first. That's priority. I like calling it the mint chocolate chip, though. Yeah, but I really like silver. A lot. You gotta, it's got to be the right silver. There's time to decide what's going to go happen. Um, maybe, know, the, maybe the audience should throw a vote. 
Yeah, I guess, you know, if you're in the comments. Yeah. Should you leave it white or should you paint it puke silver? Like your Not puke. Silver, metallic. Like silver. your silver or like my silver? My silver. Like if I had paint came over birch here. Silver. Stir- Is that what it's called? Silver metallic birch, and there's a ton of flake. It needs in. to be like, graphite gray like mine. No. I don't like either of them. Not my, <laughs> not my truck. Silver. I like silver better than gray. Like, it has a ton of flake in it, like a lot. Mine's not dark gray. It's a graphite gray. I, I know. I know. But I still like the silver. Anyway. <laughs> Silver's the coolest color ever, so vote yes for silver, no for white in the comments, please. Vote for neon orange. orange. you got to have more than one color on it, though. It's going to be silver. It's got to be a secondary color. So what's the second? Lime squeeze. Silver and lime squeeze? Yeah, it's going to look awesome. If it's a very light silver, that might actually not look half bad. It's not dark. It's a light silver with a lot of flake. Construction orange. Construction. (laughs) Kubota orange. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, that's for Cole. Um, My stuff's not orange. He likes orange. I like like the color scheme of my YZ right now. The Chevrolet is going to be this color eventually. Good. I'm glad you're not doing the stupid Barbie pink. Yeah, that'd been. I was gonna chew you out for that one. Nah. Come on, that would've been awesome. No, it'd been. It would've been dumb. Not cool. Might as well go find a Barbie car and just switch skins. Pretty yeah. much. Actually, I have been thinking about switching that skin. Plus, it's a Chevy, and I will not let you defile a Chevy like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been defiled already. Yeah. Anyways, that's just his yeah. demon child. The XP. She's a ripper. Let me tell you. She's stage two. Motor build. I got stage three clutches on it from Aftermarket Assassins. They had stage two clutching on it. No, it's a stage three. Oh. Nope. Stage three recoil kit with the secondary upgrade and took out the. I, I call it a trans brake, but I took the brake off. So when you have to pedal, it coasts and doesn't slow you down because I hate that. I like the corner hard. Um, on 32 inch tires, on some polished aluminum. Vision wheels, which, uh, they're nice, let me tell they you. They are nice. They're sweet. I don't like, I don't like chrome, but I like aluminum. And it, they grow on me a lot. But she's a, she's a beast. It has the, uh, 2020 fascia upgrade on it. Because I busted my... Like a scrub. Old, yeah, like a scrub. I busted the old one, so I decided, why not? Let's upgrade. How did you manage to do that again? I don't even remember. Um, the cool thing about razors is... The XP body, all the parts are interchangeable. I had to buy how'd one you, little bracket. How'd you break your face? I don't remember. Um, I don't really remember. I just cracked it. Uh, it was cracked on the right side a lot. And I tried to plastic weld it, and I did a good job. And then I got cocky and wanted to do just a little more and melted the whole thing after that. Oh, yeah. But... She's a beast. Besides my fang lights, um, they're RGB, and the controller malfunctioned, I think, and they're stuck on green. Did you find the remote for it? I thought you lost it. I had it here, and now it's missing. <laughs> so, yeah, they're stuck on green, and everything's yellow. And Look at your controller on it. If there's a barcode on it, it might be Bluetooth. And then, then you can maybe download the app and then control it that way. A lot oh, of them are like that. Maybe I should get some Kamimoto. Fang lights. They either going to you or dad, but you already have. Kamimoto, please, please, I need to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fang lights that you have, though. No, those will be RGB. I haven't, I haven't released a video from about the fang lights yet because I'm still waiting to hear back from them. But the fang lights that they sent me, uh, 
either they're just a defective set or something, not the electronics or anything, uh, but the those plastic dowels that get go in, and then you have a, a self-tapping nut that goes on it. Those dowels are so skinny that the nut doesn't actually fit on it. It's too loose. So I had a zip tie. That's probably the either they got the wrong nut or the casting in the back was. And it could be, I don't know, I, I emailed them, like, the dowels, and, and then, yeah, the reason our thing, uh, I think they got kind of wrecked in shipping a little bit. The two of the dowels are actually broke on it, so, <clears throat> there's it tied to the grill. I think someone <laughs> liked your thing lights. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, what else are you driving? I know you got a lawnmower and a snowmobile. <laughs> yeah, I got a sweet, I've, I think it's from, like, the late 80s. Ford lawnmower with an opposed twin Briggs in it. It would have to be because the mining home that I had was from the early 2000s. Yeah, I think it's a late. I think it's a late 80s. It's a YG12 manual tractor lawnmower, and she's she's titties. I'm just gonna say it. She's titties. <laughs> it's awesome. She needs a. Uh, it's not rusty at all. Actually, it's in really good shape, but. She'll get restored here soon. For someone that hates Ford so much, she loves this Ford tractor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. There's a difference between a Ford tractor and a Ford truck. I, I will give you that. Ford truck? Ford tractor? Yeah, yeah. Genesis, baby. They're sweet. She's she's awesome, but she'll get restored here on the channel when I feel like it. So never. It's on <laughs> it's on the back burner, okay? I gotta I gotta Get to my next project, which is on my part is, we keep getting projects, and we're not, none of us are ever finishing. No, I'm, mine's finished. I just keep breaking it every time I ride it. Exactly. I'm too hard on it. That's me and the Chevrolet. So I every time I ride it, I break it. Okay, I'd say I break it, but i got to do aggressive maintenance. Aggressive maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when I raced it, yes, I broke it. But other than that, it's actually been pretty good. I mean, a lot. it's just been a lot of wear parts, like ball joints. <laughs> Miles. I mean, you got 4,000 miles on your Razor. So it's not like your Razor is a pavement princess that's got 600 miles. I mean, it's red ridden. She's been beat on a little bit. And then I got a 2007 classic Chevy 2500 Duramax extended cab. Classic. No, classic. It's a classic. It's the... the cat they, had a, they had a year change, so yeah. it's a cat eye. It's a... What's the best way to do it? It's not like a work model because it's got some electronics <clears> and stuff <throat> in it, but it's... It's a step above work model. Yeah. So it's a rubber floor and then everything else. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, we got a Duramax and uh, she's going to be restored here soon. I did the frame, kind of did some learning on that. Um, Sandblasted the front and did a really good job doing different layering and paint and that's held up through the salt in Michigan, which is a problem. Zero rust in that, looks super good, it's holding up. The rear, um, I didn't sandblast, but I scaled it and wire reeled and ground it, and it's not holding as good. And I did it different. I painted it different, which I didn't like. So I did a chassis saver in the front, then I did a rust on encapsulator, which kind of filled all the pores I made a mist with the chassis saver. And did a couple coats of that, and then on top of that, I did a Rust-Oleum enamel gloss paint, which gave it a super hard layer on the outside, so it would take the rock chips better, and give it more of a sheen, which the gloss is all right. I think I'll do satin next time, but it's all up really, really good. But 
the cab needs a little needs a little work. She's been a work truck her whole life, but we'll gonna make it rust free and lift it six inches. We'll probably put a six inch lift kit on it. Put four in the back. Put a six in the front and then turn it down the front down the four so it'll be level, but ride super good and have super flat CV angles. So basically, lifting six to achieve four is my my goal. And we'll probably put some uh, aluminum polish wheels on it. Probably some motor metals because they got a super high quality wheel at an affordable price, unlike some of these other brands out there. And probably just scrub. Put some vehicle. Probably put 35s on it. Which I just bought tires. He's so jealous of my Ford. I'm not jealous of that Ford, let me tell you. But look is. at that Ford, I'm just disappointed in my brother. Like, I gotta say, yeah, that's my brother. Poor John. That was a Ford. But he has nice bumpers. Oh, I'm gonna get some bumpers for it too. I got them picked out. They just got a hit warrior. Sounds like a big money pit. So you sound like, <laughs> it's not like you gotta just hand somebody your credit card and say, sorry. Yeah, I mean the tires will be the last thing because I, it's okay if it looks a little goofy for a while. I just put some new Nittle Ridge Wrappers on it that cost me like $1,200, so we're gonna use them. But the bumpers and a hitch because Duramaxes have weak hitches from the factory, which makes Could've zero sense because they haul way more than the Ford. And comments of their generation. But what can I say? She's like 15 years old, so she deserves she some deserves TLC. some TLC. Some yeah. high quality maintenance, as Brock would call it. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a summer truck only for my hauler and just I mean it's my baby, so I'll get it. What about snowmobiling in the future? You just gotta use a junker for that? Use your form. Yeah, I'm gonna use your Ford. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh. It is pristine, rust-free. I don't, I, I mean, I, no, I've already driven it in the snow. I don't mind it anymore. We're gonna fluid film it, so it'll stay rust-free yeah. for a while. We'll do it right. You take care of your vehicle and do some preventive maintenance as far as like fluid film, wool wax, PB blaster shield that they got out. It will last you. If you don't give a crap about it, then it's gonna rust out. You're gonna waste your money, and you're not gonna get crap back for it. So, <laughs> problem with vehicles is they're the worst financial decision ever. It is, but it doesn't matter you, which one it is. Unless you do it my way, and it's a great investment. Sometimes the only way that a car, the only way that a vehicle actually holds its value is is it's a classic car. Period. Well, it just depends. Our generation. No, you true. own something for four years, you're bored, and you trade it up and get something different. That's true. If you buy one, you really like it, and you keep it, and wear it out, and not just ditch it on to the next guy, then you're going to get your money's worth, and you're going to be overall happy with your purchase. That's but, true. And you, you got to take care of it. You got to yeah. take care of it. You take care of your vehicle, it takes care of you. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good motto right there. <laughs> it's real. I mean, that is true. If you beat the crap out of it, it's going to treat you like crap. It's going to say, I'm done. It's going to treat your wallet like crap. Pretty much. That's just, it's going to break down. The valley's going to sell. That's with anything you own at this point. I mean, I've seen some lawnmowers where one year and came back the next year, I'm like, holy crap, what happened? It's a yeah. lawnmower. Yeah, it's like that anything in life, though. You take care of something, it'll we'll take, take care, care of you. That's, I've seen it time and time again. That's kind of all I got between... You, you got the art of crap still. Oh, 
Whoa, 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 whoa! Before we get to that, I mean, why it came up with another video idea, and it's pretty hilarious. <clears throat> Better not involve my son with it. No, well, no, not really, but Brabaholics Anonymous, the relapse. Jeez. We're gonna do that well, soon. I'll, me and him wanna do it soon, so um, yeah, get prepared for that. <laughs> we relapsed. I bought another machine and another truck, and you bought a machine. And I don't my problem it. was when I was at that beginning one, I missed my machine. I sold the dirt bike, but but you still relapsed. Yeah, because you're still in the anonymous group. Yeah. You spent money. I did spend your money. addiction. And it was enough money. And I dumped machine. a lot of money in my addictions. And then Wyatt bought a quad. Two quads. Two quads. And sold one. Yeah, yeah and sold it. But he, so he kind of he, went 50-50 with the relapse. But he kind of went bad and realized he went bad and then made himself feel good. Halfway got one. some help. Halfway got some help. Anyways, uh, Art of Crap. Um, we only had like one video with it last winter because we just didn't get enough snow. But we had no snow last year. It was a horrible winter. Was so no, bad. it started out great, and then it I bought a snowmobile, and then it went. Yeah, after that, as soon as Brock bought the snowmobile, the snow just went away. Yeah. I got like three days of riding on it, and then I broke it. <laughs> like like the scrub normally does, breaks everything, but it's just maintenance. <clears throat> You treat it right. <laughs> It'll treat you right. The problem is that you shouldn't have bought it to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. You should have bought a snowmobile uh, twelve thousand miles. I on missed it. the number. I thought it said two thousand on it, and I got home I'm like, crap. It says twelve thousand. <laughs> it doesn't show it though. I mean, it really doesn't. It has a two thousand and five motor in it. So it's been. And the whole undercarriage. Is it an engine swapped? It has a newer engine in it. It's a 97, so it's been engine swapped. No, they made the ZL500 until up to like 2005. Yeah. Okay, they made it in that body still, mm -hmm. that style. So it's not a 2005 engine. No, it is. It's been motor swapped. So it's been motor swapped! Okay, it's had a different motor put in it, but... It's the same engine, it's just newer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So how many miles are on this engine? Probably not much. No. Because it sounds, it starts up in one pull. So it's, it's probably got... Okay, I didn't know that. That makes me feel a little better, but you still got all those wear parts to deal with. The undercarriage is, I put on the bearings in it. That looks beautiful. Slides are good. The track is pretty decent. I mean, I ripped, a, I ripped a stud out, so that's not good. It has studs, which is 50-50. I kind of goosed it. Where did I goose it? I ripped some studs out because we don't get snow. So, there's no point in putting studs in this. I don't, I'm anti-studs when it comes to snowmobile tracks. Or at least not big ones. I don't know. I, I like... It only does good if you don't run a lake. I learned... Yeah. And I learned... Or trail riding. Tra so if you're riding on hard packed trails, yes, yes. it's nice to have. I, but I learned on the snow bike, I ran it with studs, and I could not do anything fun with it. Because it was traction all the time. I couldn't spin the track and throw snow and you know, do donuts and stuff in the snow. But that's on the snow bike. But with the XLT that I got, I've learned that... I like it without studs, because Dad, because he trail rode his whole life, studded. he studded all his tracks, and that's what we were used to. Because they were hard pad trails. Yeah, they were hard. They call yeah, it was, uh, what what they call it, snow sand, or snow, like dirt. Snorkels? No, no, what do they call that? Snorts? 
Snort. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Snort. When you got snow, snow Snort. and dirt mixed together, snort. They wrote in snort a lot when you got a lot of people riding on the trails. But yeah. anyways, anti studs. Back to the arty crap. Easy. Now, man. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I do like the Suzuki engines. Okay, I, I will. Arty crap. Arty crap. <laughs> Arty cat. <laughs> hey, she has feelings. She's over there. She has feelings. Arty cat makes a good sled. They okay. They've the nineties. They came up. They were on top. They had the. Te- they were on top of the technology. I will give them that. And then they kind of fell through. Players that. took that. Or Players. Yeah. Their new ones so, are. Um, I do. I have. I, we have not ridden any new snowmobiles newer than like two thousand five. So. But they're new ones. I think they're running Yamaha. No, they're in Suzuki. Uh, well, I don't know. Yamaha? They were bought by Textron. I think they're running that's Yamaha. Textron, Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, but I think they left the snowmobiles alone. See, that's what I find funny because I was looking at some snowmobiles because I was thinking about purchasing one. And if you look at a Yamaha body in the snowmobile, you know, newer ones, yeah. and you look at an Articat snowmobile body, I don't know who makes it because they are the same exact face. Well, Yamaha. Makes crappy snowmobiles, and Articat has always made awesome snowmobiles. So I'm wondering if they got the Articat body, but the Yamaha's throwing the four-stroke engine in them, because they make good engines. I really want a nitro. Well, I wrote that. <clears throat> we wrote that Yamaha Apex. Their stroke. Apex they made. Oh, it was fast. But I wasn't. It's heavy. It's heavy. They're, they're, they, it was heavier. It was heavier heavy than the triple. It That's wasn't two-stroke fast, but you could definitely. They had torque, and that was studded track. So when it gripped, it was torquey. It would throw you off. Yeah, it's a, it's um, yeah, it's a four-stroke, uh, like a crack rocket yeah, engine, ain't it? Yeah, it was a four-cycle. Yeah. <clears throat> Inline four-stroker. That's yeah. why. It was alright. I it's definitely didn't want to drive it any longer than it did though, because I was tired. Is that heavy? It's heavy. It's it heavy. heavy. It turns kind of hard. And, and that was the whole point of two strokes to keep it light. That's yeah, and that's why some of why the triples kind of faded out. Well, they're getting more horsepower out of the twins, twins. but the triples are making. Because yours don't have an exhaust. Uh, they don't have exhaust valves on it, yeah. or power valves, power or valves, whatever people want to call them. They're same things. Yeah, the, <clears throat> we can get in. That's in a whole other story. That's not. <laughs> Before the triples faded out, yeah. they started putting power valves into the triples. Yeah, and they were. Probably they were wicked. Yeah, probably <laughs> but they were probably wicked. I bet the government stepped in and said, eh, no. No, it's just the twins took over. It's just like like the 1000s. Why did everybody make a 1000 for so long and then all of a sudden poof this year that they came out with a four cylinder? I mean, wasn't there. You mean was for on side by side? Yeah. Uh, wasn't there a law or something that said they only allowed to go off? As far as I know, it's, it's a that was a gentleman's agreement. Gentleman's agreement. <clears throat> Not to hit over a thousand. So what happened? They just said screw it. Yeah. I think so. Pretty much. They wanted to get ahead of the game, I guess. Start a new Cam trend. Cam just kept pushing more and more power, and they uh, had the slingshot engine, which is not the completely same, but it's like two one thousand engines grafted together. Kind of. That's what I, I got out of it. Yeah, I believe they kinda. they took their Pro Star. I think it's the same block. 1,000 right? engine, and I think they just kind of doubled it. I think it's the same block as the slingshot, but I think everything else the is... Newer the, slingshot. the newer slingshots. The old, the old ones are GM engines. Yeah. Yep. yeah I think the newer slingshots, I think it's all it is, just the block. It's similar. I, everything yeah, else is I mean, don't quote us on that. It's just kind of all hearsay, really. I haven't really looked into it, but... 
I almost just think they're trying to widen their price range of what people are willing to spend. Probably. Plus, rubbing Can-Am's face that, hey, we got 225 horse on a non-turboed engine. Yeah, wait until they turbo it. Watch Can-Am's going to call it a V6 in the back of it or something. <laughs> well, they got one that's supposed to be up there. Supposedly, course. they're coming out with a manual transmission, too. That would be dumb. People want a cam, don't want a manual I don't, transmission. I saw it on some forums, and they're coming out with a manual. This, that's been a patent for like four years I know. now. But where is it at? Like, what's it in? Well, just because they patent it doesn't... It's in the X3. It's going to be in a... Yeah. Just because they patent it, though, doesn't mean that they're going to make it. Sometimes they just kind of get the rights for it just in case. Sometimes you'll see that. But. Just like, well, Yamaha patented their Super Sport, or their Super Shift, their Sports Shift. Jeez. Or working on it. Yeah. The, well, the... Sequential shift transmission. It's the same thing, just one's automated. Pretty sure. Uh, we'll see. I don't think a lot of can people will, tell. will be very happy with a manual transmission. Oh, their they will love it for drag racing. They're gonna, yeah. Yeah, but most people don't drag race. Most people mm -hmm. just ride normal. Mm, I don't know. They're trying to broaden their band of trying to get everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I think everybody just does what they feel like they want to do. This, I don't know, because area in Michigan, dunes, trail riding, that's all we got. Yeah, well, yeah, we got one dune. And then you go down south, and all they can do is mud. And dune. They well, can't, they, they, they go, don't, go west, and all they can do is dune. And then out crawl. west, that's all they do is, yeah, rock crawl and dune ride. So it's where you live, I mean, yeah. Basically, it's an out west unit for manual. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Glamis. Glamis. Not gonna want to mud in a manual transmission. No. I mean, maybe. I mean, they don't know how. I wouldn't. And that's when you get into well, a. Well, they get belts get wet. My machine is not a mud machine. It's one that the gears are too just high sprung. They're just not low enough. I mean, if they make it like a Honda though, <laughs> automated yeah, manual. Yeah. Then it'd be different. But. And then you get into the how wide should my machine be? You know, everybody's like, oh, 72 inches. That's the better unit. I mean, it rides better, yeah, but... Yeah, you're going to get a better ride. In Michigan, you, you can't, can't ride, ride on the trails. You're asking for a death wish to hurt the other guy. In my opinion, a good trail ride machine is a 60-inch or a 64 or a 64, 68, somewhere in there. 64 is not going to go anymore, but... I mean, all of our machines are 64. I mean, mine's about 66 with the new rims, <clears throat> which is... Yeah. The KRX is plenty, 68. Yeah. But you can't... It barely makes it through the Lincoln Hills Bridge. This KRX, it is rubbing tires down. The, I mean, I've seen some people with 72 inch KMs in the turbo and some triple S's a couple years ago. They couldn't go down that bridge and lose her. Yeah. And I got the Pro and Turbo R 74. Yeah. So it's even wider. Yeah. But yeah. off topic. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. So back to my hard cap. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we got way off yeah. track. Oh, I forgot what we were talking about. It happens a lot. We're talking about the greatest snow you'll ever need. I wouldn't say that. She's a beast. So, yeah, I got a newer motor in it. I went through the undercarriage, replaced all the bearings, replaced one shock, and I meant to do the other one, but they sent me the wrong one. And I really wanted to ride, so I said screw that for now, which we'll, we'll get that fixed up now that you can charge shocks. I'll probably just get like a Fox one off of ZR500. Ooh. I was on Amazon the other day and I found some, I think it's for a bicycle, but I could be wrong. Some Fox, I think they call it volume. 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 PLL. Volume. I don't know. It looked like Fox floats. 
No. But they're like air oh, Like four or five. And Fox floats, all that is is air. It's air. You don't have to knife But they're so them. smooth. They hit, they do good at impacts. And you gotta constantly put air in them. Yeah. It's, I don't know how much, but when temperatures change, that's when your pressure changes in them. You yeah. should have your red my shocks or charging shocks. They only take 10 minutes. But yeah, you can do them. Might make them stiffer. I'm trying to work on trying to get an exhaust for the motorcycle. <laughs> Why? You're not gonna like it. I wanted a Kropovich. Because it's slightly louder, the Kropovich is, but it gains so much more horsepower out of them. Why do you need horsepower? It's, it's so low end torquey, anyways. I don't know. It's a road I, bike. I can't leave nothing stock. You I mean, know that. <laughs> it's a road bike. Why do you gotta have more horsepower out of it? Hey, you're John Deere stock. Hmm. Crap. <laughs> to find stock because I don't have stock blades on it no more. That doesn't count. Dang it. I'm gonna have to throw an exhaust on that thing. <laughs> yeah. What? You're not gonna be able to keep Ben off if you put an exhaust Speaking on it. I can't keep Ben off of it now, or Lydia. Speaking of neighbors, they oh. mowed the lawn. They didn't mow the lawn, they hired some. Oh, that's a. I saw someone sitting in a black, so... black car over there yeah. for like three hours. I. I'm gonna be honest, I really don't know what's going on over there. I'm gonna say they're nice. Never met them yet. The guy in the car looked like he was Hispanic. Yeah, that's who I wanted. Okay, I mean, they, but he was sat in the, it must be he was waiting for somebody, but he was there for ever. That building they got put in. Have you seen the building yet? No. They threw a shed up. It's like, I'm gonna say it's like 20 wide by like 35 feet long. It's like the whole property. It's like a garage. It's like a house. They put a house there? Basically on the other side of the garage. I think the house is so unlivable that they threw a shed up and they're going to try to live out of it. Until the house gets fixed, probably? First, I don't know. Or I don't know. You need to bulldoze it. I did a little bit of investigating because I was kind of ticked off. Because it's like less than 15 feet off the property line. They're hugging it. I mean, the shed, that the little shed that's there, that is like, technically that's actually too close. I could probably get them to remove it, but it's been there forever, so I'm not going to. But, yeah, they were making me a little bit mad how close they were putting it. There's not enough room. There's not even an acre there. It's like 0.96 acres. So they put in a trailer house. No, it's a, like an unbuilt oh, shed. Oh, but they're living in it? But it's like those, you know, I don't know if they're living in it. Oh. I, that's my theory. It seems like a pretty big shed for what's there. I don't know what's going on. And then they have some guy come in and try to mow their lawn and... He looked like he struggled. Of course, the grass <laughs> was too five feet long. His one lawnmower was an old, like, Honda. It was a Honda lawnmower. I haven't seen those things since, like, the early 90s. I don't even think Honda makes a lawnmower anymore. But I don't think so. I think he started using it and it broke. And he worked on it forever. Came back the next day with a walk behind, like, 60 inch. I don't even know what it was, but a walk behind. He mowed that for a while, and I think that thing broke because he didn't finish it. And then came back the next day with, I think, a different lawnmower, and I think finished it. I don't know. But, yeah. Should have got an <laughs> Should have spot the problem. Anyways, we'll see. They might be good neighbors. I don't know. Yeah. So what do you, uh, what do you ride? I didn't even get to finish my snowmobile. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, talk about your snowmobile. Oh, the Arctic yeah. crap. Yeah. Arctic cat. Okay. All right, so yeah, blah blah blah, suspension. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, I got very a detailed. Well, I've been, tried to talk about my snowmobile like sixteen times already. 
She's a beast. <laughs> Put a we rolled up three times. <laughs> yeah, that was the greatest time of my life. Sort of. I got really mad because I had put a Sort of. I haven't ridden a soul bill that I liked it. Shut up. Let me finish about my hardy cat. That's 600. But anyway, I put a, I put a primary comet clutch on my uh, snowmobile. Man, you thinking, have clutches. Yeah. yeah. Touchy subject. <laughs> it's maintenance. But I hate aggressive maintenance. <laughs> so I put that on, it helped a lot, need a belt, so I probably should get one of those coming. Just your I had <laughs> aggressive maintenance. Let's not talk about this, alright? Touchy subject. <laughs> the race got the bike. I had to rebuild my uh Alright. Okay. Alright, so back to my snowmobile. Again, for the seventeenth time. <sighs> Gotta put a new secondary on it, then the clutching should be good, because it, it has a lot of low to mid, and it's, it seems like it slips, so... Put a new secondary on it with the primary and a belt, and go from there. And hopefully we can actually ride it next And then ride it. So. And I need to get an exhaust for it, like a expansion chamber, not yeah, the actual... Can. Not the can, I want a can. But I need to get a new expansion chamber. This is going be nice. Because it's... Uh, I guess it's rotted out. It's you know it's a two-stroke, so it's gotten super hot so many times that it just. Well, yeah. I guess, what'd you say it was a '96? '97. '97, yeah. So, so it's 25 years old. Yeah, I, it's but people want a lot of money for them, the expansion chambers for the reason. So why don't you see if the one on the? It's not the same. It's not there. What? No. So. We'll find one, and then probably get a can. I just need to figure out the clutching before I start putting noise in it, because I'd rather go fast than sound cool. That's the artist, the artist cat. She's a, she'll be, she'll be ripping. May or may not get a paint job this summer. I haven't decided. <laughs> we all paint everything. I do. I'm thinking like either like an orange and green powder coating, or yeah. So I want to paint actually my, all I want. I want to paint my XLT too. I'm going to paint the the trailing arms on it purple and some other parts on it. It'll, be, yeah. it'll look good. Eventually get some purple skis for it. That'd yeah. be it. Pink and purple 90s XLT machine. That'd be awesome. So that's what's going on with Snowmobile. I kind of put that in the back burner, but once I get the truck done, I will probably start working on the sled again. Now that the razor is pretty much all the finished. It's a huge priority compared to everything else. No, and I don't know if I'll paint it this year. I want to, but I wouldn't try, I wouldn't even try if it. I don't get the ride next year, then I'm just going to get rid of it. Maybe. I don't know. I was pretty disappointed this year. Yeah. Last year. Well, if we would have traveled year. to the UP, we would have been able to ride more. But yeah. then you got to make a trip out of That's it. The and then you, you need trip. to get a good group to go with you. So. Plus, I mean, make sure our sleds are reliable. I mean, they are old. <laughs> but My XLT is reliable. Um, you have feeling issues every other day. I fixed it. Again. Don't blame me. Blame the the storage. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. I really want one of those six hundreds that you just redid for that customer. Oh, one of those. The, the Arcats? Yeah. Those are ZRs. Yeah. I want one oh, of those are good machines I want too. One of the ZRs. It's just it's just a ZL with better no. suspension. <clears throat> I really want. And those are EFI too. Yeah, I want the EFI. You can get a ZL and EFI, which. Yeah. They have. Uh, those have fuel pump issues and uh, some other issues, but if you can find a nice one, they're good machines. <laughs> got good power. Yeah. That, those are my, my rigs. That's what I got going on. May or may not get a sport quad. I'm looking for a Cowie. 
Um, yeah, good luck. 400 or a, I guess I'll settle for Suzuki 400, but they're the same thing. But You don't want a 450? No, I want something that has 450 power, but 400 reliability. So <laughs> I'm going to get a freaking 400. I'm tired of rebuilding stuff. I just want to ride. I'm not doing Predator. small quads. So as, hopefully Jesse didn't sell his Predator by the time I get one. Oh, he's going to get dirt bikes. So I'm going back to dirt bike. I'm so bored in the quad. We've ridden for over I know. 15 years. Yeah. No, I might get see if I can get one that's blown up or needs work and then... Probably, I don't know, I'm just going to make a badass. I'm just, I just want to ride it. I probably won't be with dirt bike. I'd probably end up with a second fast road bike or a cry truck before I end up with another dirt bike. Who are you going to ride with? You can get a 50 inch. It's harder for me to get. Go away. If you get a 50 inch, you can uh, have a grandkid visit here and uh, go ride some 50 inch trips. I'm not going to do that. I got a side-by-side -side that I finally got and I want to enjoy. Well, I know, but... <laughs> need more toys. 50 more toys. More, more toys. More toys. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is, I still have something that's, you know, from 1967 that really needs to get done, too. That's well, true. get on it. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Kids to get a little older so I can hit the shop a little bit harder. This is going into Cole's toys that he has. All right. All right, Cole, what are you riding and... Yeah, what are you writing and some we can get into my other stuff later, but Okay. Let's see. Was it last year I bought the bike? Yeah. yeah. It was last year. So last year I bought a 2017 Yamaha SCR nine fifty road bike. Brand new from the dealership. It was a left year leftover model from seventeen with zero miles on it. So it's been sitting there for a while. Yeah. Hmm. There's two of them. One oh, that was wow. gray, charcoal gray, and then one of them that was red. And they both had zero miles on them. So I snagged that up for like half the price of what it was for MRP. So I got a killer deal on that thing, and I got four years of war factory warranty still on it. So, okay. so I ride that road bike back and forth to work and take, take the wifey on some trips with it. Because it's actually really fun to drive. Um, so that's that. Nothing really special on it. Nothing's been done to it. It's just a very good, reliable bike. We do have one video of it on yeah. the channel. You have to search for it. <laughs> yeah, know. we probably should get it back on here a little bit. It's just been... I mean, nothing too exciting about it. I mean, it's, it's a cruiser. It's not... Yeah, it's an older style Yeah, it's a bike. retros... It's a retro style bike. Yeah, retro style scrambler. If anybody knows what that is, that's... Basically a dirt bike before they came dirt bikes. They were took old motorcycles and... Hacked them up and stretched them a little bit and gave them some a little bit longer travel and they came out with the scrambler. And that's kind of how dirt bikes got started, but so it's that kind of style. It doesn't dip down low like most Harleys and or Yamaha Bolts and or Yamaha Bolt, whatever you want to go with. And it's so quiet. It's, it's actually quiet. pretty nice for a road bike. It is. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Someone wants to put an exhaust on it. Yeah. It's not obnoxious. It's um, like a crop of bitch. When you're cruising, I just want to you know, just listen to the See, noise. See, the, the thing is, I think I have an issue with my... I've been doing this before. I have heard of it, but I haven't heard of it. The sock exhausts on those things are so restrictive. Every once in a while, like when I pull up to a stop sign or something, the bike will just die. It'll just idle so low, it'll die. Maybe you got it just to idle on it. That's the thing. Sometimes I, it'll go pull up there and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's... Yeah. Right uh, it might be just... 
I'm honestly wondering if I need to switch back to 87 and get rid of the 93. I don't think it likes it. It's supposed to have well, 87. It's supposed to have what? 87. Well, if it's supposed to be 87, then run it because 93 will make it run differently. It changes, the, changes your ignition, ignition point. points. It runs smooth. It's cool, nice and quiet. But yeah. honestly, I think I'm losing some gas mileage in a tube being that. So after this tank, I'm going to go try it and see what it does because... So there's that, and then there's uh, my demon child, um, I don't even know what to call it, it's a Troy, I call it the Troy, it's the Troy. Yeah, the viewers might n probably know what it is because uh, it's my second most viewed video per day. That video. surprises me too. We need to get on the channel some more. She's gonna have a little bit of a makeover here pretty soon. I got a different frame that's a little longer. We're gonna. I got a few crazy ideas for it, but yeah, it's. A Troy lawnmower that is an oversized lawnmower. It's a chassis. Get a, yeah, the chassis. The motor blew up in it when I was taking my kid for a ride, because that's all I got. Kid brought it home from work that someone. That was a long story. It was having an issue, and I just took it home. I'm like, I'll just run it until it dies. Well, the motor throw a bearing and for whatever reason I can't get a bearing for it anymore. I call around everywhere. No one makes a bearing. So screw that, scrap that idea and then a diesel engine may have came available and I maybe had a twisted idea of throwing it in there. So I have a 25 horse diesel engine in it which is excessive and to make it even worse I decided to throw a turbocharger at it. <laughs> Who talked you into that? Myself. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you had. I can't oh. talk about the turbo. No. So basically, she's way overpowered. Yeah. So it's, the worst thing about it is it's hydrostatic driven. Yeah. So that's it needs where, to be a manual. That's where I get the power out of it. That's where this chassis is coming from. To get a little longer. Oh, it's got manual on. I just got to figure out the rear end idea, but I got don't, an idea. Don't look at my Ford. You're not touching her. Oh, no, I'd blow that thing right up. <laughs> you know, actually, the one by the farm is a manual transmission. It's belt driven, though. So? I'm not sure how to do that with a horizontal. Um, what Cub Cadet does, you run a belt down. That was shafted, wasn't it? Anyways, in. I, got a, I got a good frame that's actually meant for. A decent lawnmower, and I, my geometry will be better than what's there because I tried to shove an engine, a really long engine, in something that wasn't supposed to have it. So, it's kind of useless. It does plow good. I got a plow frame for it, or plow for it. Did you ever plow with it? Not in the snow because I couldn't get this dumb thing to start because I needed a bigger battery. But I have a bigger battery now. But I did did some dirt work with it. In the summer when I had it going, yeah, it was funny when I actually started loading it up and actually worked a little bit. The turbo would really spool up and it would start, I mean, blowing black smoke. I think it was actually awesome. We'll have to do a lawnmower video again. Get Brock's Ford out again. Get Dustin and his crew over here with their lawnmowers. Oh, good lord! Yeah, we have like eight lawnmowers over here. Tug of war. This guy definitely is gonna win. <laughs> so I got that, and then my newest purchase. Actually, I got rid of one lawnmower. I did have a new Holland lawnmower that 
I just mowed with kinda and rode around a little bit, but I sold that one this year. And then my newest purchase is a 2016 Yamaha YXZ with a turbocharger. So she's rowdy. He likes turbos. I. He likes things that blow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't own anything without a turbocharger. Oh, I do. And John Deere. I own two things that don't have turbochargers. Mustang. You better not. Ah, I've had some evil thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You're not violating that 302. The things that I ride the most have turbochargers, or ride hard, I should say. My good cruisers don't. Oh, my Duramax do. That's your take your kids to daycare. That is my take my kids to daycare. So I also own a uh, 2006 Chevy Silverado uh, Duramax crew cab short box. Puss box truck to shame. It really doesn't. Mine's way bigger. We need a line bigger. Up. What do you mean have bigger? You, quicker. Quicker. Uh, I don't know. I've never. Have you raced each other yet? No. I'm sure mine's gonna win. It's lighter, and I got a built transmission with a better torque rear. Don't see who it is. My problem is, he's had some transmission issues. So That's true. I, I've kind of his will probably break down before. Probably. She's been running good. Shut so, up. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. <laughs> I've kind of uh, steered clear of matting it to the floor. I've owned it for five years, and I have not matted it to the floor, which is unusual for me. I don't know. I've rode it in your truck, and you've nope. put my head back a couple nope. times. That's never been floored. Uh. They're actually faster if you don't floor them. It's yeah, that's true. It puts more power in Spinning is not fast, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a little tire smoke behind you. That is not fast. It looks of, cool, but it's not fast. I've done a lot of burnouts. It's probably why I put a transmission in, man. Yeah, I haven't done burnouts. Tires cost too much. and Should Once do. again, it's my DD, so I really have to make sure that the kids can go to daycare. Yeah, it'll do a burnout in fourth gear. I know it will. I mean... What? Yeah. Okay. Before I got my new tires, there there is a... In China land, there is a spot and some certain blacktop that may have a crater somewhere. China land. China land? Where's that at? China. Oh. <clears throat> I just go to Mexico. <laughs> go where you want. I went to China. Okay. And some Chinese people doing some Chinese. Well, before we wrap this podcast episode up, you guys, you got any favorite stories you want to tell? Oh, I mean, I've told a lot, but I wonder if there's any more that I haven't told yet. I got a good one. It involves our cousin Larry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I told one video with, with him, but I, I may have, I don't know. You it's, with, it's with the Banshee. It's with the Banshee. Okay, I think I may have said this, but okay. you, you explain it. I was there. You were there. I was there. My <laughs> go first? Yeah, might as well go first. So I have this cousin. We we had this cousin. His name is Larry. I think it was last name just for his sake. Anyways, a long time ago when we were actually riding sports quad, his dad bought him a Banshee, Banshee three fifty, with twin pipes. So it was their. I think it was the biggest one they made, stock. Banshee wise, it was gnarly. It was gnarly. It was a yeah. fast quad. It was fast. fast. <clears throat> were you there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Anyways, me, Colton, Dustin, and Brock, we're riding at the gravel pits. We say, hey, Larry lives close by. Let's invite Larry over. Well, I call him up and say, hey, dude, what you doing? Oh, nothing. I said, you want to come out to gravel pits and ride? Yep, I'll be there in three minutes. Bloop. <laughs> kind of all looked at each other and went, doesn't he live like five, eight minutes away? Yeah. Why did he say three minutes? I kid you not. If that Banshee could do 100, it was doing 100 there because he got there within three minutes. Come into the gravel pits. I don't you guys <laughs> probably aware of Jesse's videos. At the entrance of the actual entrance of the driveway, there's a long curb. I mean, he comes in there flying at 80 miles an hour, full drift. I mean, dirt is just flying, and he's hot on the gas the whole way. Launches up the big, the big straightaway hill, comes back around, does does a big loop, comes back, does a big side hill, comes back around between the two ponds, and he goes up this dirt bank where there's grass where no one has ever gone. <laughs> Why he went there, I don't know. He got caught up in the moment. Yeah. yeah, and he's just flying up there. Wah, 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 wah. And all of a sudden, it just stops, and that thing just goes up in the air like this. And all of a sudden, he's turned back around, running down the hill for all he's wearing his banshee's going head over tail. I mean, flopping down. All of a sudden, he trips. Banshee flies right on top of him. Keeps going down the hill. His cowboy boot goes flying. Oh, Brendan Wallace was even there. Oh, yeah. Brendan. And all of a sudden, we all just... Stop. I mean, this banshee is smashed. I mean, handlebars are smushed down. Brennan's pushed right in. And here's Larry on the hill kind of groaning. Boot way up halfway up the hill. Awesome. We run over there. Here's Brendan run up the hill. He lost his cowboy boot! He runs for that. And everyone else kind of runs for the quad. I'm like, what about the kid that just got crushed by the quad? Finally get him up. And he's, he's fine. I mean, he was wearing all the safety gear, chest protector, helmet, and whatnot. I'm like, what in the world is wrong with you, dude? Do you have a death wound? Yeah, my mom really ticked me off today. <laughs> so you're just gonna go eat wild on your banshee? <laughs> There's more to the story of why he was mad at his mom, but it was so fun. I mean, he came in hot. We didn't even start riding yet. He was not even there five minutes and smashed his banshee. <laughs> See how it goes. Puts his cowboy boot back on. We kind of pulled the front end of his banshee out a little bit. He goes, I'm going back home. <laughs> I think the year before that, that's when he took his predator to the to the hills, and he uh, he went over a hill. He never he didn't know that they dug the other side out, and then he uh, yeah he oh, yeah launched right over it, launched yeah. over it, front flipped the quad, landed on his ribs, broke his ribs. Up. That kid was dangerous on a quad. <laughs> he sent it hard. The day that I already got a side by side, I'm like yes, a roll cage behind him. <laughs> I wish we had GoPros back then. Oh my word, you guys would laugh so hard. I mean, Ugh. he wasn't there five minutes and that Banshee was destroyed. I mean, the Banshee was pristine. It was a nice Banshee. I remember talking to his dad. He says, yeah, he got home and I had to ask him, what happened to the Banshee? <laughs> I think like a week later, his dad was riding the Banshee and flipped it on top of himself and broke his back. <laughs> I think that was a Raptor 660. No, that was his Banshee. It wasn't the Banshee? Yeah, the Banshee disappeared after that. I think they came with the Raptor. <laughs> they didn't oh, have it very long. No. I did tell the Banshee story. Uh, I told this a couple times. I'll tell it again, just briefly. Uh, so I was working. Grandpa was working in the in the field with the drag, and he blew a tire up. So he called me up. Need a new tire. So I grabbed Dad's razor, went to the field, swapped tires, and I came back hauling ass on Dad's OG 800 razor. Oh, yeah. I know the story. <laughs> I was going 60 miles an hour. I mean, 
was, that's pinning it. That's top speed in that razor. And of course, this freaking state trooper, DNR, I don't know where, just flies by me. But before that, Larry, on his banshee, was with his girlfriend. Yeah. And then his, her sister was on one of the, it was a Yamaha 4x4. Yeah, like but, what, but Larry was cruising fast, and uh, he was doing wheelies in the road. Like, he passed, he saw me, and he did a wheelie, popped it up, and this freaking state trooper just, boom, passed me. He was like, uh-oh. And then, but Larry, I think Larry saw him out of his corner's eye. He booked it, and then I don't know. I'm not sure how the Yamaha got away, but anyway, so the U-turn goes up. Whoop, whoop, here goes a DNR light on his cruiser, pulls me over. Great, he's at the farm. I mean, we're on our property. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I was at the farm property at this point. So I pull in, I stop. He pulls in. He's like, you know, what? I pulled you over. He's like, oh, I mean, I was going a little fast. He's like, yeah. Um, do you know who that was back there? I was like, uh, no, I have no idea. I've been chasing them for a couple for a couple hours now. Calls. I was like, oh, I have no idea who that is. I just I just saw him pass me. I've but I've never seen him before. Secretly, I knew who it was. So he leaves, and I call Larry. He's like, hey, uh, I got a DNR officer chasing you. You got lucky. I saved your ass back there. He's like, oh, you better go home. I was like, go. Oh, I, I saw him in the corner of my eye. I'm, I'm glad you, you saved my life back there. It's like, you might want to cool your jets a little bit. <laughs> he was wild in that band. Yeah. Oh, my word. I got another funny story. It involves you and Eric in a snowmobile. Yeah, I don't even know if you were there for that one. I, I was there for that one. I was on the ovation going around. <laughs> okay. I don't see who finished. Don't remember if you were there or not. Oh, my word. Told you can tell story. that story if you want. That was a funny you one. You might as well tell it your perspective. I've oh told my that story. <laughs> this is a long time ago. This is before we hardly had quads, I think. Oh, uh, we had. Oh, we maybe had our, like, I had my Raptor 350. Eric, Eric had that blaster. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. around this time. Yeah, I probably had the blaster at that point, too. So, I don't know if the channel ever saw it, but my dad had a 600... A 2002 Player 600 X Edge, the special edition. The blue basically the sport model yeah. of that series. And I think I had a clutch in it. it had a gear point. reduction. Gear reduction, mm -hmm. that's why. It was yeah. it was really spunky. It was really good riding stone though. And Eric, his parents had a classic just 600 2002 players. I mean, nothing. It's the same, same thing. Same thing. Just, was just reverse. Yeah, just the, the yeah. X Edge is the sport. It was sportier, better suspension and stuff. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but him and Jesse decided they were going to race <laughs> from the one field. from a miles worth. It's, this is a miles worth of field. Like, yeah, a long way. It was not flat. I mean, we got we got hills here. Drifts. I mean, <laughs> we rode them. So Eric didn't probably know the field drifts as good as we did. I mean, we rode those fields to death. We knew where every drift was every morning. We'd go out and smoke the drift and get the snow, fly, whatever. Yep. Anyways, they decided to race. So they take off, and I took off a while ahead because I wanted to see who won. So I go over to this one hill where I knew it was a drift and a jump. And they go flying. I mean, they got to be doing... We're going... Too probably fast. over 65. We're probably 12 years old. Yeah. We're the soul going mills, way too fast. The soul mills didn't feel them on the, on the back of it. It didn't care. I mean, it'll do 100, 120. So here's Eric going straight. Here's Jesse going straight. And all of a sudden you see Jesse. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, I go around. Go around. All of a sudden Eric's still going straight. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> here's Jesse. He's in the lead. Here's Eric doing in the air. About, I don't know, 15 feet in he was, the air. He was high in the air. You're a Superman. <laughs> feet straight out of something <laughs> in the air. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> Boom! He 
comes down, flies off of it, Slowville keeps going and stops eventually. We get up to him. He's laying on the ground going, ah. Like, dude, why didn't you go around? Well, I didn't know that was going to be a drift there. I mean, he hit that thing hard. He full blown did a Superman off the of bars. Straight legs out, just yep. slow motion. Ooh. Here I am going around and I knew that there's a spot you did not want to hit going that fast. Yeah, so I went it. around and then I looked back because like I didn't see Eric anymore. He was right next to me the whole time. And then I looked back like, where the heck is he? Uh, like, oh, I was like, oh no! <laughs> I mean, he was probably, maybe not quite 15 feet in the air. But he had to be at least 10 feet in the air. And I mean, he probably was in the air for a good 30 feet. It was a long, it was a long, jump. long, straight <laughs> poof. I mean, just straight on, full Superman. He come down, flop right on that, flies right off of it, rolls in the snow. Oh my word, we laughed so that was hard. Funny. How no one got hurt? I don't. I don't know, know how we never got hurt in them snowmobiles. <laughs> Especially with us pulling each other behind them. All right, I got Which some brings me to my story right, here with a, right. a snowmobile and a sled. Cause we we snowmobiled oh. a lot back in the day. We have so many snowmobiles. I'm gonna be honest with you. We didn't really have a lot of terrible riding dirt experiences. We, I mean, we good. did, but Larry's was the worst, probably. Oh. For crap. Anyways, crap. anyways, yeah, we have watched snowmobile video uh, memories though. So let's see. It was me, Jesse, and Dustin. With oh, the... I've told this story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was my favorite story. I'm gonna go. We had the uh, <laughs> the player 600, which we never put a sled behind for reasons. obvious reasons. <laughs> On a jet sled with probably I don't know 15 feet of rope. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my word! I know this. <laughs> <laughs> so we put Dustin, you know, fully geared up. Great at it, the time, I think Dustin weighed up. Wet like sixty, 60 pounds. pounds. <laughs> we were probably I don't know. Probably ten. Jesse was probably no. I was probably 12, 13, 13 years old. Yeah. He was driving. Put Dustin in there, and I was on the back, and we were doing. Uh, we gave him a ride. We were going probably sixty miles. Six hundred. Yeah. We yeah. We're, it was a a good ride, but I don't know. Out of nowhere, I'm just like I'm gonna go fast down this hill. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going like 60 in the sled. It's kind of floating in the air. It's not even on the ground anymore. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's a big old ice chunk frozen in the ground with a bunch of snow and dust. <laughs> with that jet sled. And for about, I don't know, 20 seconds, Dustin was above us in the sled. Well, we were all, at this point, though, we were going downhill. This is at the sledding hill. Oh. It, was, it was toward the house more. It was it was where all the the, no, we were the going, pond to the left we is were, where it was. There wasn't a pond there at the time, but that's the area is where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Around the sledding hill. Yeah, we were, but we were going downhill as that was. So a long roll. So you guys could do the geometry in there. Yeah, it was about twenty seconds. And we were like, uh oh, doesn't above us. We're like, uh oh, we got airborne. Oh, he came crashing down. He flew out of the sled, still in the air, front flip. Both boots flying and threw us in the air. <laughs> his boots came off. His gloves came off. His gloves off. His helmet flew off. His coat was unzipped and his arm was stuck in the coat. He just tumbled in the ground. It's doosh. It just, it just stuck there. And once again, how none of us ever got hurt. I don't, I don't understand. So we heard him pull backwards. He's just in there. Uh, guys, uh, <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good. 
The classic quote. That's the one thing I truly remember about that is just, guys, I want to go home. <laughs> that's the quote with any of our stuff in here. I want to go home. Oh, it's so bad. Oh. It's, a, it's a grandpa motto. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> New shirt idea. Yeah. <laughs> With the, the road wheel hanging off yeah. the side. I want to go home. <laughs> I'm done, guys. There's a razor on the side. Yeah. You're right. He's just stuck in this, you know, good move. And then PTSD, Jesse made me get in the sled while Justin was on the back. And I was, yeah. <laughs> I was startled. I gotta go. Alright, we're gonna wrap up. <clears throat> well, uh, definitely need to get all Wyatt involved with some of these stories, too. And have some longer conversations with podcasts. So, so I think there's a specific mud hole that Wyatt could give a good story on. We've told this one a couple times. We can have him tell it again with yeah. you guys. Because Brock was there too. This is where you got his nickname. Were you, trust pretty sure you were there. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I no. know it was me, Eric, Wyatt, and Cole. Yeah. What, I don't know what mud hole we're talking about. It's the one going towards... We were heading the gravel pit. Was between the sand pit and the gravel pit. It's that one around the... Just that long curve. Yeah, it's where the, the trail curves around it now. Remember yeah, how, you know how you got one way that usually goes in the mud hole, one that way goes through whoops, and then you go around a curve and it's usually that big mud hole. We have to go around the wooded area that's always wet before you just get to the gravel pit. Yeah. With the frogs? Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't back then, the, that hole was deep. We had a lot of water that year, and uh, we didn't tell Wyatt that it was deep, and he went through it with his 4x4. And drowned as a sportsman. He, he was up to the tangle bar. His dad was like, what happened? Mm. I rode with the Ginnerges. <laughs> well, I'm excited for that. Anyways, yeah. we got it. Yeah. All right. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, probably do this. We can try to do this on Fridays again. or, or I'm on, I'm so iffy. Iffy. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear, but we're definitely going to have some more of these. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. You know, do the drill. Hit a like. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, YouTube. So. Well, isn't this separate from your uh, Brett Pollock channel? Um, they're going back on the main channel, so. Hmm. Yeah, they're the last. I put them back on. It just makes, anyway, it yeah, makes sense. Anyways, we'll see you guys in the next video slash podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm ready for the time flies. Oh, I'm starving.